Today on the show, we're talking about staycations. Welcome to Simple Money Solutions Podcast, your path to financial independence through deliberate lifestyle choices. My name's Courtney. I'm your host of Simple Money Solutions Podcast, and I'm joined with my co-host, Trevor. And today, we are talking about the topic of staycations. Last week, we touched on camping, and we're continuing the summer episode theme by talking about staycations this week. Yeah, so staycations, I, I think maybe everyone's done this, but they, did, they didn't actually realize they were on a staycation, and, but it's just happening in the background. So I think this is something, once we uncover the definition and go into our thoughts about what staycations are, you might think, oh, I've already done that. So who knows? So I'll define staycation for us to to start off. And a staycation is defined as a combination of vacationing and staying at home or limiting the number of nights away from home. So broad definition, but I I feel, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Trevor, but I feel the idea of staycation or the, actually the terminology of it is quite new. Just like I used the word glamping last week as a kind of a glamorized camping experience. So I feel like these words, these 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 kind of concepts, whether they've always been a thing are actually being a lot more mainstream as as a way of of enjoying your time. Well, you gave it a definition, but I don't even know if this is a real word. <laughs> Staycation. I mean, you're giving a, a definition like it's out of Webster's, but I I don't know that it is a real word, but I I think it's something that it's evolving. It's something that's being socially accepted yes. more and more. Yes, and that that's actually my next question. So back in the day, back and, in and and you, wait, and you you gave the definition it 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 could mean different things to different people, but it's the you know, you, the little piece you added at the end, a limiting the number of nights away from home. So you're still kind of if you think if you're on vacation, quite often you will have a home base when you're on vacation and you will do excursions out from that sort of central point. And this would kind of be like your home being the central point and you're doing excursions away. Is that kind of what you mean by limiting the number of nights away from home? Yes, definitely. Is that, it, it's yeah, yeah. Just kind of okay. making almost like your, your home is your kind of hotel. And we will dive into that later in the show, but yeah, kind of, kind of not being staying at home for the entire duration of your vacation. So when we talk about staycation, Trevor, back in the day, I feel like if you were to kind of do a staycation, so literally not go anywhere on vacation, I feel like others might just assume that you don't have the financial means to afford to go away during a vacation period. Is, is, is that kind of is that the stigma maybe that was around staycation back in the day? Did that even exist or or did, was that common? Well, as a kid, I remember the summers that we did not go away on vacation. Uh, friends of my parents would ask my parents, you know, you have any vacation planned? And their answer would be no. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not taking vacation this year for whatever reason. You know, there was a repair to be done in the house or something. And so there was no vacation. And so, uh, but we did do things, you know, we did go and see attractions locally, but if anybody asked, we weren't taking vacations. So uh, back in my childhood, the word staycation was really not a thing. 
And I, uh, so that's, that's interesting hearing that. So the phenomena has still existed. And that's what I find with a lot of concepts today. Um, they, they've always been a thing, but now we're actually defining them. And I think in this personal finance space that we're in, when we are trying to achieve early financial dependence, when we're trying to achieve all of these kind of financial goals, I feel like the concept of staycation cannot have come around in a better time because it supports all of the things that us as a listener community are trying to achieve. And I think it's it's a beautiful word and a beautiful concept. Well, I think some people, they will go away on vacation just because they think they should. Ooh, right? yes. They, 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 they've, and even if they don't feel like they need it or they're not going to get any benefits from it, they're going on vacation because that's what they think they should be doing. And a staycation would be just wrong, right? So we're trying to put some normalcy around the concept of a staycation. I like the word should. You, uh, We say that a lot, I find, during our, our episodes. And the word should is, that's a dangerous word because that always, as soon as we say the word should, that links us to what we believe society thinks we should be doing. And uh, so that word is always, it's dangerous to use. So staycation. So we are going to jump in. So today's show, we kind of we're talking about the benefits of staycations. There's tons, um, and we're going to kind of uh, just shine some light on those benefits. Um, and then we're going to set some ground rules. What a staycation should actually encompass, along with some great staycation ideas that we've gained inspiration from from an outside external source. So we're going to talk about that as well. So. I I do, I, and it's, there are kind of two other, I don't want to say cons, but other considerations that I do want to talk about. So I'll bring those in kind of intermittently as well throughout the benefits section. So let's just jump into the talking about the benefits first of all. So number one, and this one is just kind of an obvious reason why you would engage in a staycation. And it it is that it would save, it's going to save you money or, or, or well, will it, or will is, it? I, I, well, it will, but I hope this is not the only reason you're doing a staycation. I mean, if you're doing a staycation, it should be, we have five benefits. It sh- all of these benefits should be encompassing on the reason you're doing it. So you're going to save money, obviously, on co- accommodations, transportation, and possibly on meals. So the, the, the savings, basically, if you go on vacation, the only other thing you're spending money on, as, as a rule, is the attractions you're going to see. So... If you do a staycation, you're still going to have those costs, but you're going to be saving on, I'm going to say you probably spend more on accommodations, transportation and meals than you do on the attractions. When I go on, if if I've, when I've gone on vacation with a family, that tends to be the case. So this way you could, you, you, maybe you could put more money toward the attractions you go to see and save on all, on these other three elements. So while we're talking about this point, and I do want to ask you about your experience with staycations in 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 regards to this specific point. So, um, anyone just tuning in for the first time to Simple Money Solutions podcast, Trevor is going to be um, semi-retiring at age fifty-five, and 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 that wasn't that's not by accident. It's definitely planned. So. You obviously, you speak with a lot of passion when it comes to staycations. So has this been a kind of a phenomenon, a concept that you have purposely intertwined into you and your family's life? And has it been the game changer, do you think, um, to achieving financial independence? I know vacations won't make or break you, but you can't, you can't lose your mind sometimes. So, so how important has this point been? Well, I've done the whole gamut. So I've done uh, vacations where you get on a plane and you fly to a faraway location I've done camping, which we talked about last week, 
and I've done staycations, so I've done them all. I think when you get into trouble, and I know people that do this, they do international travel every single year. Now, you can do that, and I, I, I have no qualms with it, but don't think you can do that and be financially independent early in life and uh, have all the other comforts of life. Like something has to give. So it, it, generally speaking, you can't do international, long, faraway travel and have everything else in life. You, there, there's some sacrifices that have to be made somewhere. So I think if you did intermittent, I'll call it international travel, where you get on a plane and fly far away, and then sprinkle in some staycations to sort of break up the monotony and the some of the other downsides to that kind of vacationing, I think it, it it's it's kind of a compromise. It's it's not overdoing the vacation thing. So it's really interesting that you say to kind of do a mix of both. And my question for you: so we're still on the point money here. The first benefit: save money. If if you're looking at maybe you as an adult, you kind of have the price tag in your mind of these trips, you can kind of appreciate the money you do save when you do do a staycation. But for your, for maybe a young family who really can't conceptualize the idea of money, is it the contrast, at least at surface level, from a staycation to a international cruise where there are kajillion levels of activities on a cruise ship and the scenery is different? I mean, there's a huge contrast between the level of stimuli between one and the other. So, is it is it safe? Do you think to kind of switch between both, or should or should you kind of set the taste of luxury at simply what a staycation would deliver? Well, I think one makes you appreciate the other one even more. Going both ways. So if if you did a uh, a Disney trip, just say you go to Disney, well, you're going at Disney and you're going at breakneck speed. By the time you're done that vacation, you need a vacation. You're exhausted. So that, but, but you, you mentioned stimuli, you you've been stimulated beyond you, what, what you can handle for the most, for most people. So doing a staycation the following year or later on that same year, uh, you would be very relaxed and, 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 and enjoy life in a, in another way. So I think if all you did was like Disney and theme parks you you would get to the point where you would dread vacations. It would be it would be exhausting. And I like that you bring that point up. It, it really intertwines into a later point in the fact that I mean I'm sure all our listeners are raising their hands right now, saying yes. When I get back from vacation, I'm usually not relaxed. And you almost need a vacation from your vacation, which is the craziest concept. But that that resonates so true. Well, if you've ever been on one of these vacations where you say you go to somewhere in Europe and it's a it's a 10-day trip, you're with a tour guide and you wake up early in the morning, you get on a bus and you go bang, 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 you see all these sites with a tour guide and then you get to your next hotel, you eat dinner, you go to bed, you get up the next morning, hit another, you know, another 10 or 15 tourist attractions and it's just, it's a marathon, like it's, it's, it's a sprint, not a marathon, but it is... It's intense. And by the time you get to the end of it, like some of these these excursions, they will give you an off day somewhere in between, that which is desperately needed. But uh, if you've ever, ever you've ever been on one of those, they are they, they just they're a grind. So you but you get to take in a lot of a lot of things that you might not get to see on your own. You might have missed them if you didn't have this tour guide. 
but they're trying to cram so much in that that it does get exhausting. Trevor, you just described work with a foreign currency. I'm sorry that <laughs> I was exhausted just listening to that. But you are right. It's it's the opposite of what vacation probably should look like in our minds, at least. So that's point number one is save money. And again, there are a million ways that this this comes into into realization. Number two is less stress. So this really intertwines into the kind of go, go, go that Trevor described in traveling to, say, Europe. But with less stress also comes the points of planning and coordinating. Yeah, so with, with when you're planning a vacation and it involves uh, getting on a plane and, and having hotel reservations and and sort of making sure all the the your home is taken care of while you're gone and maybe lining up doctor's appointments before you go and timing them for when you get back. It, it, all those things, all that coordination, it, it, it can wear you down and, and you've got a lot of moving pieces and just trying to plan for a, a two week vacation um, with a lot of things going on, it can, it can add stress to your life because you're trying to live life uh, and, and manage all your daily and weekly responsibilities. Plus you're trying to coordinate future events, which is your vacation. So doing by having a staycation, you eliminate all that sort of coordinating and planning that would go with a, a, a long distance vacation. And I think all this in saying it's possible to have a kind of a lazy road trip type of vacation as well, where it is kind of just go with the flow but this, I think, but it, I think you have to specifically plan a road trip or a trip that is like that. I mean, you actually have to plan to do nothing when you do go away, but it's still stressful. Where in complete contrast, it really is. I mean, worst case scenario, if you don't plan anything for that day, you just end up sitting around your home just relaxing, which I, it's not quite maybe what you envisioned for a vacation, but it's not the, I'm sure it's not the worst thing ever. Well, the problem with the stress is, you, you, you're spending so much money on transportation. Let's say it's on an airplane. So that's, there's a cost there. You're spending so much money on accommodations with your hotel rooms. And then every meal out is costing you a fortune that you're going to want to, you want to maximize your time away. You want to get the most for all those expenses you're putting out. You want to really soak up the attractions. You don't want to spend uh, a day relaxing in your hotel room by a pool when you just dropped a fortune getting yourself over to Europe, right? That, yeah, because you think to yourself, oh, I could be relaxing in a pool back in my hometown. Exactly. So this is where and, the stress and, comes in is you're trying to u- utilize that. Oh, yeah. And, 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 let's, and let's not forget, too, that uh, when, when, you are, when you are away that there are, you're, you're kind of, you're, you're making sure that there, you're always, there's always things to do while you're away. Like, you're just, like you said, like you're not... That, that you're always busy and that you're always doing. And, and that's, that, like you said, that is exhausting. And in the back of your mind, you, you are at a subconscious level, you're worrying about back home as well. You're worrying about hoping everything with your house or your, your maybe your pets being boarded somewhere. You're, you're, you're worried about things back home at a very, at least at a subconscious level that it, it's, it's wearing you down a bit too. And I think to kind of conclude point number two of less stress, we can't at all forget about the stress, the money stress as well. I mean, if you're on vacation, I know this happens to me when I'm on vacation. Every time I, I spend money on that vacation, I'm 
you can get carried away. It's vacation. You're you, you kind of just throw money at things, and again, it's it can add up really fast. So, and and also, if you're going on vac- on an actual vacation with the should be mentality that you should be on vacation, then maybe you don't even have the money to be on that vacation, and that creates a whole level of stress as well. Well, to your point, if you're a frugal person and you 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 pack a lunch and you make your own coffee at home and like and for me I don't spend any money Monday to Friday uh, between home and work uh, other than getting a groceries I, I don't have a a regular like I don't buy lunch on Fridays or any of that stuff but when so I'm on vacation and it feels like I'm going through money like I'm going through like like water it's just it everything I do I'm pulling my oh wallet. it's, it's it, night and day it, you're, you're you're right. It adds a lot of stress to your life if you don't normally do that. Yeah. And so just to kind of subject yourself to that is stressful on its own. It's just this like, it's the opposite of, of saving. It's just spending and, and you it's right in front of you. And I never want that to feel normal or okay. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and you do really normalize it because you, you, you kind of give yourself this permission and that, yeah, no, that's stress that we cannot forget about. So let's move on to point number three. This kind of goes along with less stress, but it's it's kind of in, in, in a different light. And number three is more time to relax. And I think the emphasis on this point, like we were uh, talking about earlier, is actually to relax. I mean, I'd like everyone to kind of think about the last time they went on an actual vacation and really relax, like actually let go. I honestly, when I'm away, from home on a vacation I can't like unless maybe I'm laying on a beach I can't really think of the when I actually have time to relax well this one is it goes back to the money if you haven't spent a ton of money on transportation and accommodations then you will feel okay just doing nothing and this is what staycations I think this is the real payoff is is you're okay not getting a hundred percent uh, attractions out of every single minute of your vacation because you haven't really parted with a whole a, a lot of money to to get where you are. So it's and you don't have the transportation in terms of the time it takes you to get somewhere. Particularly, so I, I took my family down to Myrtle Beach one March break, and that's an eighteen hour drive. Well, there's there's eighteen hours times two that I was behind the wheel of a car, not relaxing on a beach, right? So it. It, I, I get that you, I, where I live, I can't relax on a beach in the winter. Obviously, that, that doesn't work. But uh, your travel time is a, is a big consideration. And I think a staycation, uh, you, you get that back in a big way. This, uh, this concept of, of, you said you can kind of afford to do nothing. Um, it reminds me of a really great movie. It's on Netflix. It's called Christopher Robin. And in there, Winnie the Pooh has a great quote. Wait, wait, wait. That's, that's Christopher Robin as in Winnie yes, the Pooh? Yes, yes. That's it. Yes, it okay, is. Okay. So I totally sidetracking the conversation here right now. It is the, it is the best. It is, it's kind of half animated, half real, but it's, it's such a great movie. It just, it's, it's actually for adults about kind of the, sim- how life can become more simple. Anyway, so off topic, but it, there's a really great quote and it relates to this episode in the, in the, in this way. So Winnie the Pooh says, doing nothing often leads to the very best kind of something. And I think that's really applicable for staycations and specifically point number three here, more time to relax because um, we talked about our camping episode too, how 
there's this level of simplicity that you can really incorporate into your life. And I think when you go camping in particular, but having a staycation, you really, you, you, every, you kind of just wake up every day and whatever happens that day, if, if it is nothing, it will probably lead to some kind of positive something. I remember one staycation uh, with my family when they were quite young. We drove to a sort of very scenic, small neighboring town in my community, and we just walked the downtown strip. It was kind of it's kind of a quaint little town, and we stopped for an ice cream, which was kind of a treat for the kids. And then on the way back, we noticed a raspberry pick your own raspberry farm, and we stopped there and we spent the afternoon picking raspberries. And then we stopped in a park on the way home and ate the raspberries. And my kids to this day remember that as very fondly as just a, a, a real magical day where we, we had no plans, no expectations, and we just enjoyed ourselves thoroughly. Wow, that like that right there. And and your kids are probably we're probably used to seeing um, you and your wife really going a Monday to Friday, very busy. So I'm sure for them to see you and your wife in a very relaxed state and kind of letting them decide what they wanted to do too was was so, so refreshing for them. But that, that's an example of how simple a staycation day can be, but still be very enjoyable. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I love that. I love that. So number four, and this one, this one is a great point. And uh, number four is support your local economy. So this one is... I live in a small town, it's a very small community, and I am a big proponent of supporting my local economy because if you don't support these local businesses, they, they just will, won't be there. And is I happen to live in a town that, it's, it's a beach town, so people do come here to vacation, so it's kind of a luxury I, I have. So, But I, I'm a big proponent that I will spend just a little bit more to support my local community rather than go to the big box store uh, for just a, a marginal savings. So uh, you, you mentioned that you live in a beach town and I, I find that really interesting when we're talking about obviously the concept of staycation. So it sounds like maybe having a staycation in your town, it's it's maybe it's easier or, or because people, it, it, you can, it's very apparent, I guess, that to maybe yourself that it is a, a staycation or a local vacation area. But so that, that brings to my mind how important maybe where you live is to this conversation. Well, just for perspective, I'm about an hour east of Toronto. So anybody could drive. Like, so there's t- 2 million people or however many people live in Toronto. The, the greater Toronto area, I think, is 7 million people. So there's 7 million people that could drive one hour east and be in my beach town enjoying a vacation day here. So I, I think this is in, within reach to anybody. I've I've been here for 20 years, so I've done everything there is to do in this town. So I have to drive about an hour to go do a staycation and see something new or something interesting myself. So I think it's it's within reach for anybody. And that leads us to our fifth point of the benefits of staycations. And that's appreciate where you live. So you said that you've kind of experienced all the things there are to experience, but do you ever, does it, does it, does kind of stopping and to have a staycation, do you ever find new things to do or learn to appreciate other things within your town even more with every passing staycation? Well, when, when I, so when I, my kids grew up here, so when my family was young, we, 
we experience things through my children's eyes, which was uh, an experience in itself. And now I'm an empty nester. And sometimes I go back to the same attractions and I experience them through my wife's eyes and mine in a different light. So we're, we're actually re-experiencing the same things. Or sometimes we, we go and experience the things we did when our kids were younger, just as a trip down memory lane. So we do go and re- revisit the attractions in our local area and and appreciate them in a different way. So, and I, I live in a beautiful beach town and I have a great appreciation for where I live. And I, 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 we get a lot of tourists here in the summer. I, on, on a long weekend, the population of my town probably doubles. And I know a lot of people that live locally, they get annoyed by it. And I say, I feel honored to live somewhere where people actually want to come and vacation. So I do truly appreciate where I live. But I go to surrounding towns, like I figure an hour's drive or even a two-hour drive for a day trip somewhere is is well within reach. And that, that, I mean, if you live along any major highway, that can get you quite a distance. So I want to talk now about the rules of staycation. Um, we have five rules here that are, are a good kind of groundwork to, to lay out before embarking on your staycation. And it's, I know it sounds a little counterintuitive to have rules about a staycation when usually you kind of make some rules for yourself about vacations, but I think staycations still deserve a, a kind of a set of rules to make that staycation special and memorable and enjoyable. So these are five rules. And I think if you veer from any, any one of these rules, the staycation goes downhill in a hurry. So number one, and because we're a financial podcast, this one is definitely going to make number one. And number one is have a budget. Yeah. So a staycation is not a contest to spend as little money as possible. It's, it's the idea is to spend less money or spend all your money on only on attractions, not on accommodations and transportation. So have a budget and make sure you, you spend money on your staycation. Like don't be miserable about it. Just spend money. It's your, it's your staycation. Enjoy yourself. And, and, you know, if going out for a nice meal is part of your staycation, then do that. Don't, don't deny yourself things. I love this point because it really, I think having a staycation makes your budget extra flexible. I mean, do you, would you agree with that Trevor? When you're, if you're on a vacation, you're kind of forced to pay for gas, pay for accommodations, whether that's camping or hotel, and pay for um, groceries. I know you can either eat out or go grocery shopping, so that one's a little more flexible. But I feel like when you're uh, doing a staycation, there's a lot of room for for flexibility. Well, when you're on a vacation, it's, you know your traditional vacation, you you've parted with a lot of upfront money in transportation and accommodations. That uh, there's. E- there's not a lot of money left over sometimes for the attractions. So I'm going to say have a budget and you you may have more money for attractions than you would otherwise. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think I like how you said too that don't make don't make it uh, kind of a chance to spend as little as possible because it still gives you opportunity to, um, and we're going to jump into this next, but break your daily routine. So when I say have a budget, the budget is don't, don't the goal isn't to underspend your budget. So just say your your staycation budget is a thousand dollars, or say it's five hundred dollars. Make sure you spend the five hundred dollars. Like do something interesting. Don't don't just sit at home just for the sake of saving money. If you have a staycation budget, spend it. 
I love that. And I, I want to jump on number two. When number two is break your daily routine. So you mentioned, Trevor, which was a kind of a very interesting thing to bring into, into the equation, but you, you talked about kind of driving. So driving away, so even an hour away. So we're talking, we're talking just day trips here, right? Oh yeah. Just yeah. a day. Okay. So it's, a- well, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to spending one night away either on a staycation, just, just to get, be able to go a little further, right? That, that, that's, that's definitely on the table. And, but I do like, I like that because when, when you think about staycation, when I initially thought of staycation, just jumping into this episode today, I initially just thought staying within the parameters of your town or city, but to, to kind of, it's, 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 I think it's fantastic that a staycation by our definition here on the show today could include traveling because that really broadens up your where you, kind of where you go. I mean, I know there's no rules exactly as to a staycation, but that really broadens up the opportunity to experience things. Yeah, I know for me, uh, I tend to uh, gravitate in the same direction. I, I, I go further east. I'm not a city person. So if, if I head west, I head toward Toronto. So I tend to head east or north. So again, I've been here for 20 years. I, I'm having to expand my circumference of the area I want to visit. So Quite often, my staycation will involve one overnight stay, so I can so I can get myself a little further away to a, a new attraction I haven't seen yet. So number three, um, and this one this one is really important, I think, to making it. Well, wait, I want I want to go back to break your daily routine. I think this one's important. So obviously, you're not going to wake up at the same time you do when you go to work. That that's an obvious routine you're going to break. But maybe break your routine in terms of. You know, if you get up, you shower, you eat breakfast, you, you kind of go through the same uh, motions every day. Maybe, you know, wake up in the morning and like what I, I did on my last vacation is I got up in the morning and I went for a walk. I normally don't do that. I grabbed a coffee at a, at a local um, coffee shop and I normally don't do that. So again, I have a, I have a staycation budget. But I broke my routine. I didn't wake up and, and eat breakfast like I normally do. I went for a walk. So that, that's an example of, of breaking the routine. I love that because it does add that that kind of newness to your days that you normally don't experience. So that's a fantastic, the, the little things is essentially, I think, what you're kind of getting at, the doing the little things that are going to make it extra special. So number three is limit your chores to the bare necessity because you are on vacation. Yeah, so this is where it might require some planning. So on my staycation, I don't want to be doing any housework. I don't want to be doing any laundry. I don't want to be getting any groceries. All that stuff I'm going to do the week before. On my staycation, my my chores are the bare necessities. Like, and I I don't even know what that would be. I'm I'm not washing my car. I'm not. I'm not cutting my grass. I'm not doing any chores on my staycation. That that just spoils the whole concept. So how how do you have the self discipline to not stick your hands into the things around your house that need doing? What's the secret? Well, it be be proactive. So I obviously I would cut my grass the week before I go on my staycation, so that I don't have to look at grass that needs to be cut. La- laundry again. If I was if I was going on a traditional vacation, I would do my laundry before I left. So yeah, I guess you you would kind of do this that kind of work just in in. In anticipation of your staycation, you would do the, get those chores done ahead of time. 
Number four of five points for some rules around staycations is use your home simply as a hotel room. Yeah, so if you look at your house as, as a hotel room you, and, and not as a as your home and treat it that way, you might, some people, they find it hard not to do chores. I guess I, I know my, my parents are, all, all they do is they kind of have these checklists and they're, they're forever working on something on their house. That's like me too. I have up. trouble. I yeah, have trouble yeah. kind of stepping away. And that, that's why, I mean, I know it's a silly question to ask how do you have this self-discipline not to do those things, but it's a real question because I, I know I have a hard time separating myself from those things. But it's a mindset, and I, I think it, you really have to look at your house it, it, as a hotel room. Obviously, there isn't a maid surface that's going to come in and, and clean it, so it, it's not going to look like a hotel room by the end of the week. But treat it like a hotel room. It, it's a mindset you have to adopt. You really do. And you can't look at it and say, oh, all this this mess is going to have to be cleaned up next week. That That's the mindset where you have to treat it like a hotel room. And, and just don't worry about the mess. You'll deal with it when your staycation's over. And the last point, the last rule to set for yourself is tell your family and friends you will be on vacation. Yeah, and so you don't want people stopping in and, and visiting unless that's what you want. But I mean, if, you, if you're planning to go see some sort of attraction, you don't want to be cooking a meal for a company that stops by, right? That, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of it. So it, unless your staycation involves family and friends, tell them you're on vacation. They will respect that. They will understand the word vacation better than staycation because if you say to your family and friends i'm going to be on staycation and then they ask you what it is and say oh that's me staying at home they're going to say okay well (laughs) i might stop by and say hi right so tell them you're on vacation not staycation and they will respect that more so you kind of answered my question that i had coming into this episode where how do you kind of tell I, I'm not, what comes to my mind is coworkers because everyone everyone listening to this I'm sure you've been asked oh what are you doing on your vacation and I, I, I I'm a, such a proponent of staycations do not get me wrong it's I it's what I I kind of I what's what I do with my vacations but I, I guess both times I've had vacation the last summer this summer um, I go camping and I almost plan that camping trip just so I can tell people when they're like oh what are you up to I'm like oh I'm going camping like that's the, that's the thing I'm doing and I kind of rush it out I'm like I'm camping I'm doing something so how do you get over that that hump or that 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 space it's kind of like telling your telling people around you oh no sorry I can't it's not my budget I feel like that's the hard time is it just hard to say the first time or how do you kind of I urge you to make plans about what you're going to do on your vacation so you can tell people about that. Like, how do you kind of work around that? I think people uh, quite often are asking about, uh, you know, your, your vacation plans. I have people ask me every summer, what are you doing for your vacation? I just say, you know, I don't have any big plans, nothing special. And I kind of leave it at that. I like that. I like that because it, it kind of it alludes that you will be relaxing, but not going uh, to not doing something super extravagant. I like that. And quite often when somebody asks you about your vacation, it's just them waiting for an opportunity for them to tell you about their vacation. <laughs> yeah, that, that resonates. It's a setup. <laughs> it's a setup. It's a trap. So we just went over the benefits of staycations and the rules around staycations. Before we wrap up the show, we wanted to kind of talk about some fun staycation ideas. We've borrowed 
um, these kind of inspiration from fantastic list. Um, so 30 ideas for summer fun staycation style from mymoneycoach.ca. We will list that in the show notes. You can refer back to this list when you're looking for inspiration for your staycations. And I think this is important because, you know, we've talked about staycations, but we're yet to give an example of one. I gave like I painted a little picture of one day I spent with my family on a staycation. But I think this list would kind of open up people's mind to just how vast and broad the staycation concept is. Oh, definitely. So this list has kind of broken up the ideas into kind of subsections, whatever you're kind of interested in doing. So I'll read the subsections and then kind of list a few. We'll list a kind of a few of the ones that resonate with us. So um, the first one is become a tourist in your own town. Uh, again, these are the subheadings. Uh, then another one is try new recreational activities. A third one is go to the lake. A fourth is volunteer. Another is go camping. Uh, another one is catch up on reading your hobbies. And then there's try fashion fun, old fashioned fun. Another is wait until September. And lastly, use reward points. So uh, going back up to become a tourist in your own town. So there's a bunch of ideas in here. One that I really like, and actually Trevor uh, spent a day picking fruit is actually one of the things within this point. So that's really up your alley. Uh, But the one I really like is look for festivals, festivals, fairs and free events and I live in a big city and there's always things happening so if if I had a staycation here I would definitely you know those are kind of those things that you you always the events maybe or fairs or festivals that you never really get to because you just don't have time but but if you actually dedicate time during a staycation to taking part in those I think that'd be really fun well in the town I live in we have this massive Canada Day weekend festival that goes on here and again I live in a beach town we have and this thing, the population probably triples uh, the, on that weekend. And there's live music, fireworks. Uh, there's a midway with rides. It, it goes on forever. There's there's all sorts of craft vendors. It is just complete insanity. And I go down there for the whole weekend, and I I I act like a tourist. I I take in things like a tourist, and I sleep in my own bed at night and usually eat a meal and at my own own kitchen table so i, I kind of get the best of both worlds but uh, i do this annually so and, and i love it i do it every year in fact i haven't missed a canada day weekend in my town i think i might have missed one in 20 years wow so two things from that point uh, that you raised one is that i forgot that you get to sleep in your own bed when you do a staycation and eat breakfast at your own table i mean those are little things that you can't discount at all like as luxurious as hotels are, I, every every t- hotel I sleep in, if it, just say I stay in there for a weekend, one of the two nights is not the greatest night's sleep. I, I, maybe it's just me, but I, I I either sleep great the first night and not so good the second night, or I don't sleep well the first night and I'm so tired I sleep great the second night. Yeah, no, that's that's accurate. And the other thing is, I mean, you described a weekend and I'm, I'm assuming you, you have the weekend off. So you can have staycation ideas intertwined or staycation moments intertwined into just your plain old weekend or long weekend. I think that is valuable if you, it doesn't just have to be a kind of a week long um, set out vacation. Any weekend can realistically be a staycation. No, that's true. I, I didn't have to take any time off work to get that one in. No, and it, I, that's the beautiful part about looking for opportunities for staycations. 
Um, another, so from this list, I'm going to kind of jump down to the subheading of volunteering. And I think, I mean, I, I, you could argue that volunteering is maybe not as relaxing as maybe lying on a beach, but for some, maybe if you find, if you're an individual who finds volunteering very intrinsically rewarding, but maybe you can't, or there's not time to maybe carve out volunteering with maybe you and your family, uh, during kind of the week or the weekend, maybe this is an opportunity that you can really kind of do something engaging like that while you're carving out time. Because again, a staycation is whatever you want to put in your staycation. Well, in my town, we have a thing, it's called the, it's a annual dragon boat racing. And it's, it's a weekend long event and they're always looking for volunteers to get involved in, in the organization of it and the running of the, the race. And, um, I've been involved in that one year and it was a lot of fun. The event, you get this sense of belonging into a, a greater cause because it was raising money for a charity. So you, you get that benefit from it too. But, uh, you, you end up interacting with people you normally wouldn't. And that's what makes it feel vacation like. Ooh, on that note. So doing interacting with people, I think that also leads to, can lead to activities that you normally don't do. Um, one of the ideas on this list, and it reminds me a lot of my childhood. I used to, we, there's a drive-in, uh, like a drive-in, just a, a town over from us uh, where I used to live. And uh, I always loved going to the drive-in. It was, it didn't happen all the time, but when it did happen, I felt like I was transformed to a different place. Like it was just a kind of a weekend, a weekend night that I would go. Um, but it felt so special because it was so different. And I, and it really, really took me to kind of a different place. It's funny we're talking about how we're we're stealing vacation times through weekends, and how how easy that is to do. Yeah, because I, I, and I think it goes back to kind of defining what a vacation is. If a vacation for you it is always a cruise, a trip to Mexico, a something far away and extravagant and expensive, then you won't view or appreciate any of the other opportunities that you do have to do legitimate vacation activities. So something you can do, like just say you you had a, uh, a week and you're going to do a staycation, you could do small things like everyone, every town anywhere has museums. Like the town you live in, I guarantee you there is a museum there. And chances are you've never been to it because you live in that town. Why would you go to see a museum in the town you live in? But that's something you could do on a staycation is taking your local museums. I guarantee just an hour north of me is the uh, Canadian Canoe Museum. I, I haven't been there in probably 15 years. And my, on my next staycation, that's one of the destinations I'm going to. Another thing you can do on a staycation, if you haven't been to your local library, that's somewhere you can just spend a day, a very relaxing day in a local library. It's it's a great way to, or just say you've been to your library, go to a library in a neighboring town and just go see their library. It's just a relaxing day going through books and maybe spend a bit of time reading. It's It's just a way to unwind. So Trevor, I think that brings us to the end of today's very relaxing show dedicated to talking about staycations. We've jumped all the way from benefits of staycations to making some rules about staycation right down to staycation ideas. If you have any rules that you put in place when it comes to staycations or benefits that we didn't talk about today that you reap from embarking on staycations or any fantastic staycation ideas, 
We would love to hear them to help inspire our future staycations. You can always reach out to us via email at livelifesimple365 at gmail.com or through our contact submission form on our website, livelifesimple.ca. On that note, thank you so much for being here with us for today's show. We've had a great time talking about staycations. We hope you enjoy your future staycation taking place this summer. And we can't wait wait to have you back here with us next week for a brand new episode. Until then, keep it simple.